morning, good evening, and good night. This is Behind the Scenes. Of our best days. My name is John. My name is Arvin. And we have done multiple of these podcasts. This is like nine or ten. Nine or ten. I'll, I'll make it sure. It could be five. We don't know how to count. <laughs> <laughs> but we're really excited. Um, we are actually recording this March 31st, which yeah. is the last day of March here in 2021. Yeah. It's also the very first night of our Easter production. It happens in a few hours. Yeah. We're excited. Yes. What's and, going through your and mind? We've been, what's going through my mind? Well, <clears throat> those of you who are watching, yes. um, this is not melted Flintstone popsicle. That's right. Even though it looks, it's like orange water that I'm drinking. You guys <laughs> know those emergency packets? Yes. So How I many did you just put in there? I put six emergency <laughs> packets in here. Calcium. Thinking vitamin that C, it's not it? calcium. Calci it's vitamin, yeah, vitamin C. C. <laughs> <laughs> so I, i'm like obviously. trying to stay hydrated because you and me are in it yeah i actually have to sing in some parts you sing in it which i yeah. am not so my my brother is pastor paul and he can vouch for me yeah we grew up as basically the von trapp family yeah. my parents made us sing every father's day every mother's day right. and christmas eve so three times a year now all my siblings led worship i yeah. was the only one that didn't and i refused to yeah and it <laughs> Without fail, yeah, I feel like it was a mindset or a paradigm. I would forget the words mm -hmm. in front of the church, yeah, and I would be like, "I forgot the words." <laughs> I would sing, yeah, I forgot the words, yeah, yeah, not to be funny yeah. because I just that was my yeah. go-to because. Yeah. I didn't want to feel embarrassed and cry. Yeah. But I did. That did happen. I did yeah. cry in front of an 11 a.m. service. <laughs> People are like, wow, he's so moved. Yeah. <laughs> but in reality, I wanted to move away. Oh so um, <laughs> You're like, I, I will be moving. <laughs> I actually will be moving away from my family, away from victory forever. Can I tell you one of my favorite what? stories that I know in my life regarding stuff like that? Yes. Okay. At victory. Okay. Uh it was in the maybe center mm. and I think they still do this today, but there was a time when at the end of the service during altar, a slide would go up or a lower third that would say all prayer partners, staff members, please come, come forward to, to help pray to help with pray for when there was a big altar call. So my dad, we're Iranian. He is still like this at this time. This is early two thousands. He was okay. learning English and we're at a word explosion service. Word explosion is <laughs> now the victory conference, conference, but right. it's been around for like 40 years. Right. So. And we were there and he, at end of service, the music is playing. He's like worshiping. And I, I start to listen to what he's singing. And he thought they were lyrics. And so he was he, singing. He was like eyes closed, genuine and sincere. And he's like, all oh, staff and Prayer partners. <laughs> oh my goodness! And he was singing Farsi or uh, English? In English. He was like trying because he will read the lyrics and he'll learn them, and he thought that was a song. And that's beautiful. I know it made me okay. So do you precious. guys want to hear a really sad story about me deceiving my father? <laughs> okay, so my father and mother founded Victory. Right. Those of you, if this is your very first time to listen to our podcast, welcome. Just, yeah, welcome. We're so grateful that you are listening or watching. Yeah. Um. And so my dad, well, I was not allowed to listen to secular music growing up. And yeah. I watched this movie called Mighty Ducks. I yeah. think, wait, have uh, I told this story? I don't think on this podcast okay. you have, but so I know the story. we did. 
Okay, oh, I'm not going to tell. <laughs> All right, we're going to skip over that. Okay. Let's cut that. Anyways, oh, you so. You heard it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, long story short, today what we wanted to kind of hit on was it is our first day of, of Easter. And, yeah. um, you know, we're excited. But I wanted to kind of hit on behind the scenes of what it happens. Because what we do is we are doing eight live services. That's now, right. eight live services we are doing Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, mm-hmm. two on Saturday, two Sunday morning, and then one Sunday night. That's right. And that means that Jesus is going to be crucified live eight times. Yeah. The guy who's playing Jesus is named Rob Goodman. Yeah. Great guy we grew Phenomenal up with. Phenomenal guy. Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, and so that live crucifixion and then the turnaround of the resurrection, yeah. the behind the scenes of that is insane. It looks like a NASCAR team sure. that is like changing yeah. the tires yeah. and cleaning him up <laughs> to get him ready right. for the finale. Yeah. You know, and then you have people with their mic packs on. Yeah. Okay, we should do a sermon called Your Mic is Still On. Oh, I love it. Your mic is still on. Now that has been a come to Jesus moment for every person. <laughs> who is singing because here's the thing you have inner ears so right. inner ear monitors are things that you put in yeah so even though you are muted in the house mix yeah. as far as like the av people right everyone who has inner ears can, can hear, hear you, you. talking <laughs> using the yeah. bathroom yeah absolutely or saying things or eating or eating chewing drinking and water. so i have given away my sinful nature on people's inner ear monitors. <laughs> I got very frustrated. I have a family member that is in the production and I blew up on them backstage <laughs> and someone, I heard someone in my inner go, ear go, John, your mic is on. <laughs> that happened. I was so embarrassed. Yeah. I was like, Hey, I'm not a bad person. Yeah. I just blew up on my cousin. I had a moment where I just, was not, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and, and then, and then I went to use the bathroom yep. 30 minutes mm-hmm. later, mm-hmm. and I was in the bathroom for 30 minutes. <laughs> but, and someone goes, John, your mic is still on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, has that ever happened? I've, it's happened this production for me. Really? Where I have not, this is the first time I've ever used inner ears. I'm not a worship leader either. Okay. And so I, uh, we were about to do a scene run through. And I thought, I have just enough time to use the restroom. But because I was about to do the scene, they're like getting the mic ready. And so then they came on over and they were like, hey, yeah, you should probably like tell us if you're going to go to the bathroom. Or Yikes. Like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, yeah. So that definitely is a thing. <laughs> but um, anyways, you, so what happens is the night before. So we have our Wednesday night first production. And then Tuesday night, yeah. we're running through it. And all of these people... There's um, close to 300 cast and crew. Yeah. Now, all of these people are volunteers, so they got off work. They came. Yeah. We did dress rehearsals, tech. Well, Pastor yeah. Paul has gotten better with like, well, and we've gotten better at yeah. gaining his trust and trying to. For sure. But yeah. there are changes made mm-hmm. the night before and totally. sometimes even in the even, midst of yeah. productions to where Sunday even though we've done it three times, yeah. Sunday we kind of finally know what we're doing. Right, right, right. So last night, just give a brief of like kind of what happened behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're coming into it knowing, uh, oh, these things are still, these nuts and bolts are still getting tightened. And then he comes in and he's like, I'm assuming they're tightened already. So 
these nuts and bolts are in the wrong place. So we have this conversation frequently. We have a big text thread where oh, he'll be where like, he's texting. Okay, so yeah. our lighting director, yeah, our camera live court, the the person who's basically showing what you guys see online, right, and the 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 audio mix person right the director which is ryan stafford, ryan stafford. the dance choreographer yeah. wardrobe larice win yeah makeup samantha wright yeah um you know like there's just yeah. a lot so. a lot of people and so he just like he'll ask a question and it's actually very helpful because sometimes when you're staring at a script and 26 versions of a script we're on the for, 26th version yeah and script. i think that's the final one we'll find out yes. uh the show's tonight so we'll see uh, <laughs> no after four months of staring at it there are certain elements that you're like oh that'll make sense that'll connect that'll be that'll be so his question sometimes will be like hey why is this in the show what what is this what were you trying to communicate with this and we'll go we were trying to say this and he'll go okay i didn't get that from what i saw i don't think other people will either or thankfully he th he'll think about um an audience member who is their this is their first time coming to church. Someone's like, "Hey, there's a show for free. Come come watch this live yeah, show." Yeah, because a lot of people they're like, "I don't go to church, but I will go to church um, Easter." Yeah, 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 yeah. So they'll come watch, and he's thinking like, "What are they gonna think?" You know, the references. Yeah. So our challenge is reaching the guy or girl who's just walked in for the first time and then the person who's been in church for 40 years and they're like i know the easter story and so we're putting stuff in there that is trying to reach both groups on several different deep and shallow levels because you need that and so oftentimes things get lost in translation and pastor paul helps us understand which is great leadership are. big time yeah because yeah. pastor paul is always thinking through the lens of yeah. if it's my first time sure yeah what is this? Yeah. What does that mean? And he was just like, you can't assume things. Yeah. What does assuming do? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You guys yeah. fill in the blank if you know that um, <laughs> famous colloquialism. <laughs> so anyways, but uh, yeah. And, and so this is what we kind of wanted to digest mm -hmm. today is um, your interpretations yeah your interpretations with critique a big deal. your interpretations yeah. of your leader your interpretations of your emotions yeah. your interpretations of you sitting in a service and you may be 53 years old and you've been in church for 40 years yeah. and you kind of have heard every sermon that there is and someone is speaking right. on tithing offering and sacrificial giving sure. and the differences between that and your interpretation yeah. of life events right like your interpretation is literally everything. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, okay, so. No, it really, the way you hear critique, the way you hear questions, the place you're at emotionally determines pretty much how things are gonna go for you. And so I, we were talking on this a little bit before and the thought came to mind, that pretty much will determine not only how things will go, but how I will feel about how things went for a long time. Because yeah. we were talking about the difference where a lot of people are watching the previews the last couple of nights and they'll so, flood. Uh, so yeah. right, right now, if you if you're not because yeah. you're not right now, we have been in rehearsals. Right. And after every rehearsal, the only thing I'm hearing is, hey, this needs to be fixed. Sure. This needs to be fixed. Sure. This needs to be fixed. And yeah. imagine working on something and putting like not just effort. But like you're vulnerable. Totally. Yeah. So Our like stuff is out there. It's like, yeah, in there. it's like, yeah. so you're very vulnerable. Yeah. And then someone comes to the thing that you've been very honest with and they go, hey, these things need to be fixed. Mm -hmm. You don't hear anyone say, 
hey, just so you know, mm-hmm. the story that you guys are doing yeah. is really good and powerful. Right. And so you're having to detach yourself from what you create. Yeah. So these are this is for all the people. If you're listening to this and maybe you have put together yeah. um, a pitch for your boss or maybe you're a pastor and you've bared your soul in a sermon or maybe you have done a speech and it was in class or maybe you've done a really in-depth instagram post and you got 14 likes (laughs) you know what i mean yeah yeah. or you know what i mean yeah and and so it's not necessarily about how people interpret Mm -hmm. what you but it's more so about how you interpret right. what you put out right, there. Right, right, Because in my mind, I feel like vulnerability yeah. is the greatest act of courage. Big time. Big time. So, yeah. and so at this point, sometimes you just have to be obedient to yeah. that to that voice that God has put on you about yeah. like, okay, put this out there. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I will say is difficult, at least for me mm-hmm. right now that I'm struggling with, is I'm thinking, all right, tonight is our first service with the show, mm-hmm. and I am not... 100% um, confident. Yeah. If I was to be honest, and especially because I'm singing in it and yeah. I'm not like a singer, I, if I don't own it, I have my voice is cracked. I've come in flat. Like the last few nights yeah. have been kind of sketchy <laughs> when it comes to singing. And I'm singing with people that like lead worship regularly. regularly. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just trying to own it. But yeah. in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm not good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that's my interpretation of it. Sure, because but the reality is I, the next day, was watching just an iPhone video recording of the song you did, and it sounded great. Like right now you're watching, the ironic thing is you can pause this podcast, you can go to YouTube, and you can go watch Son of Heaven, and you can hear the, the song, song Choice, Choices, and you can hear how good John did. And they, wow. what's funny is this, as we're sitting here, they know, because of the way the timing of this podcast works, they know how much better you did than you do as they're watching. That's yeah. fascinating to me. Yeah, but why is that? Why is that that we just are... I have are, a theory. Okay, so talk about yeah. our... Why are we so screwed up? I think... It's going to take a lot of the podcasts. Fall. And stuff. That's um, right. <laughs> let's go back to Genesis. To our, yeah, exactly. Okay. I, my theory is this. It's Because uh, this has happened for me a lot. And so as you're bringing it up, I'm thinking about it. You watch someone do something that you want to do or it inspires you. You do that for most of your young life, hopefully. So you, those who are listening and watching. You've got people uh, doing acting. You've got business people, entrepreneurs. You've got whatever. Okay. Whatever your role models are. And then as you are inspired, there is a feeling that you get when you're inspired. I have learned, and I would bet my mortgage on this. I would bet that Forever, I will believe this. I believe this to my bones now because everything reinforces it. The way it feels when you are doing the thing that you saw someone do that was inspiring to you is completely different than how it felt when you got inspired. I Say that one more time, but slower. Absolutely. It feels different to be doing the dream than it does feel to dream the dream. When you're wow. watching someone preach, I watched John Bevere preach and I go, oh John my gosh. John is like a big time One of my heroes. And then I hear Pastor Paul preach. He just preached on Lazarus this past Palm Sunday. I hear sermons like that and I go, oh my gosh, the feeling, the emotion. I'm thinking of my life. That 
is so different than what it feels like to actually sermon prep and preach. And I've done it enough times to learn that. Or a production. When you watch something good on TV or live, it makes you feel a certain way because that's what it's trying to do. But to be on the platform doing with the it. microphone and the thing and the click in your ears is a little off and you got to find your beat and get on the whatever. And Jesus being whipped at this time. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's literally, okay, have you, if you guys ever know like a cheer mix where they have whoopsh, whoopsh, yeah, yeah. whenever cheerleaders do dances, yeah, they have that sound, right? but with reverb. Yeah. So when Jesus is being whipped, it's actually a whip from a cheer mix. Right. Sorry, that no, was a behind a little the behind weird. the scenes okay. of our best. Day. So yeah, yeah no, I love. <laughs> no, it works. Uh, the thing that I've arrived at is, God speaks to Mary, and says, "You are going to miraculously become pregnant." Okay. So the the conception is a miracle. It's inspiring. It's profound. There's an mm. angel. It's gorgeous. Oh my gosh, the birth is. Just as I'm not trying to be crude, it's what pregnancy ends up being. There wow, is a that's mess. A really good word. I Arvin. have made peace with the delivery of the dream will actually be extremely painful. Whereas the reception of the dream, the conception of it, is this big moment. We sit right here and, we're and we think of, we thought of Son of Heaven. We thought of all the, the staging, the lights, what this will look like. You thought of the Twitter thing that we're doing with the Pharisees tweeting to, to poke fun at social media. That stuff is so fun to think about. We go on uh, scouting trips where we find locations and we talk freely, open-endedly. Yeah. And then the delivery months later is this painful thing where a bunch of people, I mean, I don't want to compare it to giving birth, but that's what I'm doing. A bunch of people, most of them you don't know, are in this room with you. The lights are on you. Yes. And then you're delivering your baby. And yeah. And you're just like, okay. I hope it's healthy. Wow. I hope I can do this. I initially thought of this idea to where now it is. All eyes on you. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. And that that's the thing that I think is most valuable for people to realize. The delivery of what God gave you miraculously is just as painful as any other pregnancy would be. That's really, really good. I think we and assume it's, it should feel the same as I'm doing it as it did when I was thinking of it. And God gave us the, the story and the message. And it's not. That's true. Because I'm sure when Jesus was sent from God right, and it was like, you are going to save all mankind. Totally. That sounds like an Avengers, like, yeah, so let's cool. go save all mankind. Yeah. And then whenever he's like 33 years old and he's like, you're going to die on a cross. Right, humiliated. Yeah, spat then on all this stuff. Right. All of a sudden, doing it, man. Right? Woo, that right? was deep. <laughs> but, you know, and, and, and it basically then it transfers to me and Arvin, we get the um, the the joy and pleasure to serve Pastor Paul and Pastor Ashley yeah. with victory. Yeah. We have these entities. There's a camp. There's a dream center. Yeah. There's the school, right. um, K3 through 12th grade. Right. There's the Bible college. And then there's the weekend yeah. services. And, and through all of that, yeah. we get to serve behind the scenes. That's what this whole podcast is about. Right. Behind the scenes of our best, best days. days. Yeah. And we all have those. Right. And if you were to be brutally honest, it's not as beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um. 
in front of everyone as it is behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So that's why that was the whole reason for this. And I think that one of the cultures of victory um, is uh, is excellence, mm -hmm. is joy, mm -hmm. um, is servant leadership. We yeah. go over these cultures that are all staff and it's right. like, wanting to make sure that and then and then we give out awards yeah. for people that show the cultures that's right. of who victory the ethos yeah the ethos of, that's of, right. of who victory is i love it and what is unique is to see the characteristics within the culture that pastor paul and pastor Ashley are trying to drive here is to see those characteristics yeah in a green room setting oh right. okay okay yeah. so yeah we are now jumping tracks but not really i'm so excited so this is called the green room. In the green room, for those of you who know yeah. or don't know, the green room is basically where pastors get ready. Yeah. Or yeah. where they are like sermon prep or where they have prayer yeah. before before service or <clears throat> where guest speakers right. come in. Yeah. And guest speakers are in there before they go out to speak. Right. And the thing about guest speakers is that they're not your pastors. Right. But we are, since we work behind the scenes, we meet, greet, some, sometimes yeah. even pick them up from the airport to drive yeah. them to their hotel or all sure. those types of things. So the green room, uh, the interpretations of the green room is also you, a unique thing yeah. on how to act, what to do. Yeah. Um, you know, because we have a conference and we have a bunch of big name uh, speakers that come in yeah. uh, that we ask and they're everything from faith, to trendy Instagram preachers, sure. to people that are in their 70s, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they have an incredible knowledge of the Word of God. Yeah. The one thing that I, what, what would you, what, how would you describe the green room? Wow. So the thing about it is, it's not unique to churches. Like any event that's going to take place, any more event. often than not, there's a room it's not a bad thing. There's a room that it, where people collect their thoughts. They prepare uh, in a church setting. They'll pray together. And so my interpretation of it so far has been for every Christian kid growing up, you're curious about, like, what's that like? What's the green room? It's essentially the place where you get to meet uh, people. Um, but it's also when you're in there prepping for something, you're aware very quickly, like, Something has to get done. This is not necessarily going to be the time for me to come in and be like, hey, I want to, uh, I really like this. You know what I mean? It's yes. choosing your conversation carefully because you know what's about to happen. Right. It's not tense. It's peaceful intentionally. People are working hard to keep that room chill. Um, Especially I think it, if someone yeah. is preparing. Yeah, exactly. And then after serve. Okay, so just, uh, okay. So for instance, I remember my dad who whenever we would have these conferences, he he had, um, you know, different speakers. Evander Holyfield, the guy who's got his ear bitten off by Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. <laughs> yeah. Reggie White, a defensive end from Green Bay Packers. Right. Benny Hinn, which was the guy, if you just type in Benny Hinn, um, and you, you probably don't know, know who he is, is. Yeah. you probably know who he is. Um, Oral Can we say Roberts, our favorite one? <laughs> T.D. Jakes. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary Busey. If you do <laughs> not know who this guy is, he's an actor. I think he was the pitcher on Rookie of the Year. Yeah, the picture of him when you Google image Gary Busey will tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, like you will see if you Google image Gary Busey, you go. Yeah, okay, oh, I that's think right. I get that it. That guy was a victory. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did like a men's breakfast. <laughs> I love it. Um. Anyways, it was it was it was comedic. So you meet all these different personalities. Yeah. Because this is what I've realized. 
people that are very power they're like leaders in their organization yeah um they live a certain way right and over time it it affects the way that they interact it affects positively yeah. and sometimes negatively yeah. the way that they interact with people that are not on their level yeah does that make sense for sure and so anyways but we're not here to bash on anyone. No, not We're at all. We're actually here to talk about some positive things totally. that we learned from the green room. Totally. So um, I remember like whenever, okay, so, you know, Oral Roberts, yeah. the guy who built Oral Roberts University, who raised all this money. Yeah. Um, he was in the green room with my dad. And every time these people would be in the green room, my dad would always go, I want you to pray for my sons yeah. and my daughters. I yeah. want you to lay hands on them. Yeah. And so anyways, I remember Oral had this ring on and <laughs> for some reason he just had, he just decided to Oop. completely, uh, he just decided to completely slap his hand on my head. Awesome. And, and I just, and he goes in the name of <laughs> Jesus. And I go, ow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How old were you? Do you remember? Oh, probably 12. That's perfect. Yeah, fifth, That's sixth grade. Perfect. And I was like, oh. And then in the back room, you know, then, and, and he, he was just intense. Yeah. And I remember that, but he had so much, like, I could feel the faith in the room. Totally. To where whenever he was talking to us, he'd be like, what is your dream for your life? And then the yeah. whole thing was about believing bigger. Right. You know, and then... Brian Houston, who is the senior pastor of Hillsong. Right. Right after the service, he was like, all right, so where are we going to go out to eat? Yeah. I'm so hungry I could eat a shark, <laughs> you know? And he wanted to talk about football. Right. Like, he didn't want to talk about ministry. Yeah. It was like being with yeah. a dad. And yeah. he just was cracking up. I love it. Being really fun. Yeah. And I was like man, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is a guy who has grandkids yeah, and he wants to do, like he enjoys what he does. And then, you know, like Pastor Stephen Furtick yeah. and his wife, Holly, yeah, they were in the green room with Pastor Paul and Pastor Ashley and they were on another spiritual level. I did not feel like a good Christian <laughs> in there. They were just because everything that they said was like truth bombs. Yeah. Like they were literally like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as they were talking, I was yeah. taking notes. Yeah. And they were just asking for breath mints. Like <laughs> they were literally like, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because everything that they said, yeah. you could just tell they had been somewhere in the presence of God. Yeah. That I was like, I've never been to where you are and what you're saying. Like just yeah. in regular conversation with Paul and Ashley, they were dropping so much wisdom. It's amazing. My mind was blown. That's I was awesome. like, you could feel yeah. the vibrations they were putting off. For and sure. you were like, For sure. wow, yeah. they're genuinely powerful people. Right. But anyways, right. But, and, yeah. okay, yeah. now tell about Dino Rizzo. Oh, I didn't know about Dino, this till okay, a year so, later. And tell them who Dino Rizzo okay, is. Okay, so Dino Rizzo, uh, Ark Churches, um, wow, why is the, from Louisiana and now in Alabama with Chris Hodges. Yeah, Church of the Highlands. That's right. So and he's over Ark, where they like go association local of churches. Yeah. yeah. So they do the the church thing. Uh, it was several years ago, and I was just I was doing the um, the notes. I was doing slides. I was putting stuff up on the screens, 
And so usually as a guest speaker comes in, they send someone or they themselves come into the room in the back, the control room where we do all the TV stuff, and they just look at the slides and make sure it looks good. And sometimes they'll catch a mistake, and I'll go, oh, do you want me to fix that? So you get their sermon notes, and you create the slides. So that way in service, in front of all these people and those watching online, that when they say a scripture, when they say a point, when they say a tweet, it goes up on the screen. Right, exactly, exactly. So he comes in, uh, hi, how are you? Good to meet you. Here are your notes. I have this ready in case you want to use this. He's like, oh, it's pretty chill. I'm excited for this sermon, whatever. And then uh, that was it. Goes back down into the green room, and then we go into the green room for our pre-service prayer. One thing we do here that I really love is before every service, we pray together, the worship team, the AV staff. And they worship. Yeah, there's like a little song sung, and, and if anyone's sharing anything on their heart, it's pretty cool um and so we're back in there and i noticed we were in there a little early and um i see pastor dino just like standing there and i was like i'm gonna ask him about uh football because i feel like he's an lsu guy Here you are yeah basically like an av tech guy right and you in your mind you have this like i'm gonna go ask the guest speaker right I'm not a pastor. Right. I'm going to go ask the guest speaker about football. Yeah, because I thought, right, he seemed from the first interaction like I was like, hey, I have a, a Bible thing here. If you bring up any other scripture, I can find it quickly. And he's like, oh, no, I know exactly what I'm going to preach. He was like uh, the way we related to one another. He was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm good. And so I was like, great. So you're not like deep in thought right now. You're ready to go and excited for this. So you so, read the room. Yeah, exactly. I could tell <laughs> some speakers come and, and they're like, okay, uh, I need, and there's nothing wrong with that. They're about to preach at a, a yeah, conference or whatever. I'm sure it's intense because uh, they're about to deliver a baby as well. It's a whole yeah. other thing. So you read the room correctly. And so I go in there and I go, yeah, he's standing there. I'm going to go ask him something that has nothing to do with what he's about to say. So I knew that he lived in Alabama. I was like, what's the, like, what's it? You're from Louisiana, but you live in Alabama. The football there is a big deal. We talked about football. I was the stat guy for my high school football team. I did not play football. So <laughs> I know only but the, you just felt I like, knew enough. And I was okay. like, well, how do you feel about it? What's this? What's that season? Like just normal conversation, which I have found when you look up to people enough, a normal conversation is like the best thing you can give them. Yeah, you don't want to, like, geek out. Yeah, yeah. I've done that before as a younger guy, and it's always funny to watch the reaction. But um, we have this conversation. It's very pleasant. And then we go on with the service. The weekend goes great. And that's it. That's all I'm aware of. And then later, he tells one of our pastoral people, he said, hey, if you ever go and plant a church, there is a guy who I think could one day be, like, a one of your church plant pastors and he was like he's the guy that did my slides right and i was like oh my gosh i know him that's arvin and he goes yeah yeah and i was like why do you say that and he was like he was himself he was relatable in a room filled with a lot of spiritual people he walked right up to me and he wanted to talk about football right and I was like, man, the green room is red. <laughs> R-E-A-D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that again. Yeah. The green room yeah. is red. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you when I haven't read the green room oh, well. Oh, please. These are awesome. So, <laughs> all right. There is a, if I said his name, you'd know exactly who he is. Powerful speaker. And afterwards, so I'm over our social media. So yeah. we take pictures and right. snippets 
of these speakers. And yeah. then I would go in the back room and I would send them a Dropbox link with sure. all of the pictures. That sure. way they could post on their social media. Yeah. Or um, or I would add them to a private photo stream. Yeah. And in most in, in most churches, like if they do a conference or whatever, they do this for the right. So I go in there and I'm like on my phone making sure that I have everything. And my brother is like, hey, uh, I want you to meet my brother, John. And I meet this guest speaker, very friendly yeah, um, and larger than life. Yeah. Like just a, an incredible personality. Yeah, absolutely. So this guest speaker and he's like, hey, man. And he was like, yeah, if you ever need anything. And he was like, I want to give you my number. And I'm like, oh, great. Cool. <laughs> And he writes down his number on a piece of paper. Yeah. And I am, and I have a camera in the green right. room. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna take a few pictures because he asked for it. And so I'm in there, I'm taking pictures, and you know, then time goes by and I just forget. Yeah. Twenty minutes later, he is walking out and he picks up, he noticed that I put that the paper on yeah. like a table and I was walking out to go edit the pictures and he goes, oh, I see how it is. <laughs> and he holds up the paper and he goes, you think that <gasps> my... Now, there is 12 people right now in the green room. Right. And he, everyone, you could hear a pin drop. He holds it up. Yeah. Shows me and he was yeah. like, okay, I see how it is. Right. And he was like, what? Like, you're too good for my number? <laughs> and I go, no, 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 no. I, I, and he was like, nah, man, it's cool. And I was like, no, I, I want it. I will, um, here, I'll take it. And he's like, it's cool. And he folds it up and he puts it in his pocket. <laughs> Rightfully yeah. so, man. Rightfully so. I think I'm not bashing on no, him. No, no. But I do think if, if you were in his position, uh, that you would know, you'd be honest about that was just bad interpretation. Yeah, he talking interpreted about interpretation. It. Yeah, yeah. So the green room has to be red. Yes, correctly. Um, anyways, so um, <laughs> and he is also he has also come back since then, and sure. he is an incredible, yeah. incredible speaker. But that was just an unfortunate time. <laughs> I all oh man, misunderstandings. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just one of those things to where you're like, this is such a unique spot because totally. there's people with lots of influence totally. in this room, and I don't want to be. Yeah. If I'm quiet. Yeah then yeah. that's fine totally. because they're having a conversation with pastors. Um, but if, if they engage with me, then yeah. I need to be like, I, I don't need to be awkward. Right. But trying not to be awkward sometimes makes is me awkward. Very, yeah. Can yeah. I tell you the one I have where I read it wrong? Go. Where This is where I learned how to read the green room. <laughs> I walk up to a guy who's known for dressing super well. And so I was like, hey, you should start a blog where you just like post your outfits every day. And he looked at me and was like, and I was like, uh, I, I was just, <laughs> I read it you completely wrong. I think he thought I was teasing him. I think people had oh. teased him about his outfits. And so uh, I was like, oh, you should start. A I was genuinely like, which is rare. Most people my age are dripping in sarcasm. And I've worked very intentionally to not Man. be that way. And so I was like, you should start a blog where you post your outfits every day. And he looked at me like, very funny. I know. People make fun of my clothes. Okay. And I was like, uh, I got your slides ready. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. You're like, bye. You just do backflips out of, the, out I, of the, I moonwalk. <laughs> you moonwalk. You're like, I'm not awkward. Um, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So I think that 
that you know the whole thing about today that we've kind of I've I've been sensing a theme is interpretations. Big time. Interpretations of everything and it really comes down to just self-assurance and the individual that God has made you to be. Right. You know, um and so, you know, as as we go through like as we as we talked about the critique of the Easter production mm-hmm. and and what and what we're kind of in the middle of now and even like you know, with my interpretations of of critique or of certain events, mm-hmm. like everything comes down to who I am, right, and who I believe I am, right, um, as an individual and as and as God's and even in the green room, yeah. being around people of high influence, right, is kind of like okay, yeah, how do I view who I am? And there's multiple proverbs about how a wise man Hmm. knows how to conduct himself around kings. Um, You know, that's, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. And, and also, and I really think it comes down to not, it's not about, yes, it is about the anointing on the individual, but it's also about, there's a reason why you're in that room. For sure. So some of you are going to find yourself in the room with highly influential people. For sure. And it doesn't mean that you should water down who mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing is like, man, yeah. there's a reason why I'm in this room. Yeah. What's the reason? Is it for me to add my two cents and be like, mm. yeah, you know, God has been really telling me something and then say <laughs> something very embarrassing because <laughs> uh-huh. that has happened to me <laughs> or just to kind of observe and be like, you know what? I'm here just to soak in. Right. You know what I mean? Totally. And I think that that's yeah. an important thing. Yeah. The other thing I think is interesting is before those people were deemed highly influential in the green room, they were in rooms with people that didn't know that someday they would be that way. And so I they feel like the better practice practically for myself and everyone, be having spent some time in the green room and living life outside of it, I'm like, it's okay to treat every room that way it's, it's okay to treat every room like you the have green no room. I, like when you're talking to some i i interact with spencer click who is our dp he does a lot of the editing all of director the editing, of photographer but, yeah, yeah 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 he does, does all, all this stuff our for film. our production and so i know that someday he's going to be in a green room somewhere and there's going to be a kid like arvin who's like nervous to talk to him and so mm. I want to treat Spencer with that reverence now. Yeah, that's and, really good. I'm yeah. treating people now yeah. as if they are kings. If the Holy Spirit in, in yeah. John 16 it says the Holy Spirit will tell you about the future. I don't think that means he whispers and goes, on May 31st, this is gonna happen. I if that ever happens to somebody, good for you. Uh, congratulations. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Let me know how that works. Um, but for me, it seems to be you can find out who people are called to be before they're operating in that calling and treat them with that reverence now. I think that works for everyone. I think when you're with Man, a, that is convicting. Yeah. Right. In fact, right now in our room is our cinematographer from our department, Caleb Taranzo. Co-producer. And How are you, sir? Co-producer. Yeah, thumbs up. And he is a king. He is a king. Yeah, someday we're going to be running his podcast. That's right. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. But I'm asking him, like, how do I turn this on? And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to do things. But <laughs> anyways. No, it's true, though. It's uh, if you can, whatever you think you want to be like in a green room with a Stephen Furtick or a John Bevere or a Paul Darty, treat the person in your, the car with you, the coffee you're having. I, one of the favorite thing I do with you or with any of my close friends is the like most unnecessary task of 
finding a place to get coffee, going there, getting the coffee, chilling for a little bit, and then leave. I love it because it's pointless. I don't necessarily need that coffee. Maybe some mornings I do, but I don't. It's like there's no like check mark. Of, there's no I, ulterior it's a good motive. No. It's, it's literally just. I yeah. feel like that is the most life-giving thing I can do. I'm having church when I'm having coffee with people uh, or whatever it is that we're, we're just chilling, eating, whatever. And if you'll treat that like the green room, if you'll treat that time like this is intentional. God did not accidentally put me with this person. Oh my goodness. It's a lot like Mary and Martha. Yeah. Okay. So my biggest tug of war mm. in my mind mm. is I believe that, and, th and this is something that I am breaking free of. So I'm coming, like, let this be an altar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I am getting set free. Yeah. I'm not set free from yet. I'm getting set free of believing that every interaction, there has to be a big purpose or I have to check something off the list sure, sure. or, or something. And I believe it's like this Martha mentality totally. where Mary is just hanging out there. Totally. You know what I mean? For like sure. we've heard multiple sermons about sure. Mary and Martha. Sure. And I feel like my biggest conviction mm -hmm. is like, it is sometimes hard for me to be like, wait, why are we going to just go get coffee? Mm. Yeah. Like we, we, there's things to do, but I'm like, right. well, things will always get done for sure. But what is that? Yeah. There's like this weird lie that I buy into mm. and it's, and it's those who maybe, maybe if you're listening or watching this and you're kind of like, yeah, I definitely feel like I feel the best about myself when I'm busy, mm -hmm. whenever I can, kind of like you know how people that you 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 know you have certain friends that name drop oh yeah you have certain friends that are like oh yesterday i was with blah 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 uh, and i wouldn't call them friends but i understand. okay okay <laughs> but we have individuals that we, we are in people that, that name drop i believe that some people hustle drop yo wow you know what i mean that's a big deal. like you know casually in a meeting they're like yeah this morning at my 4 a.m workout <laughs> After I had, you know, my protein and ate eggs, <laughs> I was just contemplating in my Zen room. Oh my God. Um, with, you know, after I yeah. read 25 pages of da 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 da. Yeah. And, you know, today as I made my list and all those types of things <laughs> of like, I'm an achiever. Yeah. And, and, and now here's the thing I am over exaggerating. Sure. But I have. On a daily basis, yeah. I connect with people, yeah. and they can't wait to tell me how busy they are. Right, right, right. And initially, there's a trigger in me yeah. for me to tell them about my day. Right, right. About, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, what is yeah, that? Right. It's like if I'm treating each situation like a green room, mm -hmm. I should just be like, man, that's great. It sounds like you got a lot going on. <laughs> Even if I have a lot going on, sure. My reward, yeah for a lot going on is me telling them for sure. I feel like that's a shallow way to live mm, mm. and that would be my only reward. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. 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 And so it, it really comes back again. It's my interpretations of the events. It's my interpretations mm -hmm. of treating every room, like the green room of treating every person with respect of right. treating, of treating each day yeah. as if like, you know what? There may be some Martha moments, but this is going to be a merry day. Big time. Wow. Oh, I love that. there may be some Martha moments, Man. but this is going to be a, a merry day. Well, anyways, That's so, great. hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. And hopefully yeah. you learned something. If you didn't, 
Hopefully it was I certainly did. I certainly did. I learned something about myself. Like I literally treat you guys like my therapist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So even if you guys aren't talking back, <laughs> I'm like, thanks, therapist. Thanks for listening. Thanks for yeah. listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. I love it. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, I would I encourage you guys, it all it never hurts for reflection. Big time. Um, of just kind of reflecting of why do I how do I interpret mm-hmm. critique, especially for something I've created? Can I detach my mm-hmm. personality? Mm-hmm. Can I detach my identity mm-hmm. with something that I've worked really hard for? Yeah. So for us currently yeah. right now in this season, yeah. it's a script. It's a production. Sure. So whenever things do come, it's like, you know what? Yes, we can make these changes and I'm not going to be, you know, hurt, offended. Right. Um, or even question my value because right. that's not who I am. Totally. It was something that I created, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. And then inter- and then the interpretations of like the green room has to be read mm-hmm. of kind of reading the room. Yeah. And being like, okay. Yeah. I believe I can treat everyone with this type of dignity and respect. I love it. Yeah. And then really deciphering the whole yeah. like Okay, these are Martha moments, but yeah. not a Martha day. It's a Mary day. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, that's my, I mean, that's my conviction. There's a lot of protein there. I'll <laughs> leave it at that. No, that's so good. Hey, we love you guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening and joining us on Behind the Scenes. Of our best days. I'm John. I'm Arvin. We love you. <laughs>